0: When you have uh, tragedies um, and uh, cyclones etc and paths of uh, devastation you always get um, New Zealanders in particular because we are, they're so familiar to us uh, band together and uh, and help um, and all sorts of great stories come out of it and this is a good one as well what uh, I'm going to talk to uh, Jim Macagorn about. Now Jim is the Wellington Olympic Strength and uh, Conditioning Coach, a Performance Analyst for Ministry for Culture and Heritage and Sports Science. Wow, that is a title. Jim, good morning to you. Good
1: morning, Smithy.
0: Look, tell me what that title means. I can get the first part, Wellington Olympic, there's a bit of a football connotation there. Tell us about the rest of it.
1: So, I mean, the last um, uh, the last Decade working as a sports scientist and, and strength and conditioning coach. I was with Team uh, Wellington for eight and a half years. In the last couple of seasons, I've been Wellington Olympic. Basically, uh, you know, it's uh, like many people across New Zealand. You, you know, you can't live the dream full time, so you've got to substitute that with some some other work. And that other work I do is I work as a as a performance analyst for Manatū Ministry of Culture and Heritage, and I make sure that. um, uh, a lot of our entities, so for example, sport and drug-free sport, and stay stay on task and uh, and do what they're expected to do as as crown entities. Yeah, so I sort of spend forty hours a week with the ministry, and I do another thirty hours a week with um, with the the club at Wellington Olympic, um, which you know over the years can <laughs> if, if you don't if you don't love what you do can grind you down a little bit. But, um, yeah, I no, absolutely love being able to being able to live uh, both aspects of that. Um, so, so, Jim,
0: That's a, a government-appointed position to overlook a government a government department performance, basically.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, additionally, outside of that, I do about another thirty hours a week with strength and conditioning work.
0: Okay, cool. Right, uh, let's uh, talk about um, this concept that uh, you're, you're looking at. Uh, starting let the kids play in other words it's a charity drive uh, with a give a little page to help replace football gear basically for uh, all these kids that have been affected uh, by the cyclone yeah
1: yeah yeah so uh, initially every, anytime anything looks us it's, it's a very very human response that you just want to help um, whether that is picking up a shovel and digging um, clearing sections uh, or whether it's doing some of this charity work everybody just wants to help um, I got on the phone to two guys that I used to coach at Team Wellington, Bill Robertson, the the, the coach of uh, Napier City Rovers, and Fergus Neal, their, their captain, and and uh, sort of got the inside track of what it was like on the ground, and I was just having a little think about it, and I knew I had to do something. Um, so I talked with my club, and we decided that we would try and tap into our local community here. Initially, it was meant to just be a small thing with, with, with my local club, as soon as other people heard about it, it spread and it spread and it spread. Um, the give a little page is set up so that people who had some money in their pocket could 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 give to Napier City Rovers directly so that they could buy replacement gear for not just them but people that need it or fund coaches so that they could go out and deliver sessions and stuff like that so that um, ultimately you know uh, kids, kids Get back to playing as soon as they can after the cyclone. Um, the same with the boot drive. The boot drive was it's initially it's initially meant to be a small thing, but Jesus never close to get getting, getting away from me. Um, but because yeah, everybody wants to help, but it's about getting good quality gear, you know, football boots, sports shoes, jerseys, um, so that you can take down that barrier to participation. Because eventually the pitches are going to open again, and these kids have lost everything. Uh, there's people Mm. whose houses, people have lost it The houses, simple, that's it they've lost it, they've lost everything Uh, we've seen some of the the silt and the muck has gone up to the ceiling height inside people's houses and they literally would have to dig everything out before they could get it and it's it's gone it's gone and I think um, I think we're going to find actually in a few weeks this is much worse than the first blush and if we can do, as a community, and I mean a football community here, if we can if we can just alleviate that a little bit, because the root of all of this, there's kids who just want to be able to play. They'll see this extremely traumatic event. Um, unprecedented, and I've lived in New Zealand for 18 years, so I've never seen anything like this. Um, and, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, these kids will just want to be able to go out and play. And if we can help them and reduce the barriers and, and let them participate and, and encourage it, and it's going to be much, much better for them in the long run.
0: Uh, Jim, and the good news is, uh, from what you were hinting at there, is that you've got uh, quite a big buy-in from uh, outside of uh, the initial region you thought you were going to target. So uh, everyone's chiming in here?
1: Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Initially, initially, I thought it would just be me leaning into the people around my club, um, my play, the players that I work with, their families, and extended around uh, Wellington Limp, because it is, is at, at its heart a Greek club and just a Greek community. And then it started to spiral pretty quickly. Uh, the next thing was a, a guy called Mike Anderson from Better Football. They do a Sunday League sort of social thing. They wanted to get involved with the boot drives and... and they they do collection points at there. Then we're at the Patoni Hilton Patoni the weekend, and coaches from other clubs and players from other clubs want to get involved. Then all of a sudden, I'm getting a phone call. I'm getting a phone call from uh, a, a journalist called Nick Neil Reed, and he did a wonderful piece for um, the Herald. And from that, I will get a little phone call from Queenstown, and finding out that Northland FC way up, <laughs> way, way, way up in Tongariha. Are, are are looking to be involved and oakland city and central united up in oakland uh, really really generous donations yesterday um and in we're talking about a period of five days like this has only been going up for five days since i started it. And, mm. and the give a little page is sitting at just over three thousand dollars now um uh, and you know i mean we talk about reach Within 24 hours of setting up the page, Des Buckingham, who was on the eve of winning uh, his first Indian Premier League, um, was taking time out of his day to, to make a donation to the to the charity. You know, people really, really want this to succeed. They really care, and it's it's only successful because of the buy-in from the people around us.
0: Well, well, that's the thing, I, I guess, Jim, is that um, kids feel comfortable around kids and. At the moment, um, you know, the schools aren't even open, so they're not getting to, to spend quality mm. time. Uh, there will be, um, as you say, um, more news coming through out of, of Hawke's Bay and the realisation that this is... And I just don't highlight Hawke's Bay. I, I, I say mm. that because I live here, but um, up uh, up around uh, the Gisborne Poverty Bay area as well, far-reaching up towards um, Northland itself and, and uh, further north than that, um, there, I think there's going to be some terrible news and some of... Some of these kids are not going to be in the same teams as they were last year because um, uh, that just won't be. Um, So there's going to be a point of realisation. And sport and teamwork, I think, is one way to help these kids out of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, and I mean, what the pandemic showed us is that the kids that live in the areas with the harshest deprivation, they're the ones that don't return to sport. They're the ones, they, they lose a little bit of their childhood if they... If if they don't have these opportunities, and uh, you know, as a dad myself, that just breaks my heart. Um, so if we can do anything to to alleviate that, to, to bridge that gap, you know, I think we've all done well out of football, um, I speak metaphorically, but like in general, we've all done well out of sport. You've done well out of sport. I've had some wonderful experiences, and if you don't give back into that community. Um what was the point really, you know, it all comes down to the, the game of football came about because people literally had a ball and wanted to spend time with other people. So, I mean, it, it can't be purer than that. And that's what that's all we're looking for. Ultimately, is that kids can get out and play. OK,
0: Jim, how do we help? Uh, how can we get involved?
1: So there is a give a little page currently yep. which uh, if you just search that that is let the kids play um i've set it up so that if you can't give money you could also donate um uh stuff that your kids have grown out of um if you're involved with a football club the easiest thing to do is drop it off to the football club and they can connect with me um there, i don't think there's uh, I've, I mean i Literally every club that I've spoken to has wanted to be involved, so there shouldn't be an issue. Um, And then I can try and organise, if they get enough gear and they do enough drop-offs, I can try and organise freight. Um, A lot of freight companies are very keen to help out with this as well. Um, So if you've got gear, drop it off to your local football club and get them to contact me, and it's very, very easy.
0: Jim, um, I applaud what you're doing. Um, i Thank you for your time this morning. Obviously, very, very uh, busy man with all your portfolios. But um, uh, thanks for the fine work you're doing. Thanks for the thought of setting it up. And uh, I'm sure uh, down the line in uh, a couple of months' time when uh, these kids are perhaps feeling like it again, um, they will be well looked after with uh, what you're providing for them. Uh, uh, Sterling, absolutely fantastic. And thanks for your time this morning, Jim. Absolutely.